Hello, great and wonderful people. Welcome into our inspiration this morning. My name is Charles, and it gives me great pleasure to connect with you once again this day with our daily inspiration. We thank God because of his loving kindness and faithfulness, he has carried us, and we have continued to witness his love, his grace, and his faithfulness in our lives. This week, we are covering the topic of testing God. What does it mean to test God? Is it a good idea or is it a bad idea? And I know there are different perspectives. On Monday, I received quite a lot of comments regarding this topic. There are those who believe that it is okay to test God because the scripture says, test me in this, especially when it comes to tithes and offering. But uh, the underlying principle in the word of God is that it is not always a good idea to test God. Remember Jesus' response to, the, to, to Satan during the temptation, you shall not test the Lord your God. And so that is what we are studying. There are areas uh, where it's okay to test God, but doing so in a faith and doing so because God has guided you to do it. And there are areas where it's dangerous. It's a no-go zone. And yesterday we saw that one area where people test God is when they become presumptuous. You want to do something, yet you are not so sure whether it is God's will for you. Or you surely know that God is not in it, but you still want to continue so that along the way you can ask God to be part of it. It is not good to test God. It can be quite dangerous. And I pray that God will help us and grant us grace in this particular area. And today I want us to look into another aspect of how we test God. And I know many of us, we have had instances where we have gone to God in prayer. And we are trusting God for great breakthroughs in certain areas of our lives. We go to God, we are trusting, especially when you want to make a major decision or a major move in your life. You're trusting God maybe for marriage, you're trusting God for a career change, you're trusting God to relocate. Those are areas where we go to God in prayer. And we really pray and ask God, God, what is your will for us in this? But then you want to make simple decisions. Which school do I take my child? Who are my friends? Do I take this client? Do I not? But we don't find it necessary to pray. And this reminds me the story of the Israelites. When they were almost, when they were getting into the promised land, and after they closed the river Jordan, before them, if you read in the book of Joshua chapter 6, there was this great city, walled city called Jericho. And Joshua spent some days wondering, how do I conquer this city? He had to wait on God until God instructed him on what to do. God gave him a formula. And let me tell you, victory was assured. We know that story very well. It's recorded for us in the book of Joshua chapter 6. But then immediately thereafter, there was a small city. It was called Ai. Ai. Eh? Ai. Eh? Actually, let me call it so. Ai was a very small city, and when Joshua spent, sent spies to go and check about this city, it was a small city. Let's read the account of the spies and the report they gave Joshua regarding Ai. Now, Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is near beth Even, to the east of Bethel, and told them, go out and go up and spy the region. So, so the men went up and spied out Ai. When they returned to Joshua, they said, Not all the army will have to go against Ai. Send two or three thousand men to take it, and do not wear the whole army, for only a few people live there. So about three thousand men went up, but they were looted by the men of Ai. 
who killed about 36 of them. They chased the Israelites from the city gate as far as the stone quarries and struck them down on the strops. And these, the, at these, the hearts of the people melted in fear and became like water. Joshua sent men to go and check this small town. It cannot compare with Jericho. Jericho was massive, a walled city. But then there was this small city. And Joshua sent men to go and give him a report on it, to spy on the city. And they returned the verdict. This is a small problem. We can solve it on our own. We don't have to trouble God with this. God has so many things that he is thinking about. He has so many serious problems that he is handling. Why do I have to tell him about this small problem? Maybe that was their reasoning. Why do we have to keep on wailing God about this? Not everyone needs to go there. You see, you saw what you did to Jericho? Actually, AI will just be a small problem. But unfortunately, the defeat was certain. Can I tell you something, my brother and my sister? The things that mess us in life are not the bigger things. They are the small things. I always uh, ask myself how many people die because of the, the, they have been trampled by elephants or marred by lions. Very few. But how many people die because of mosquitoes or maybe smaller parasites that we cannot see? It is the small problems that we ignore in life, that we assume and we take for granted that bring us down. And that is why it calls on us. If we do not want to test the Lord our God, let us involve him in the big things as well as in the small things. God wants to be God, not just of the big decisions that you're making in your life, not just the big projects that you are undertaking. God needs to be God, even in the small things that you are undertaking in your life. What is it that you are assuming and you don't think you need to pray about it? It is just a small decision. Do you know it is those small decisions that has caused many families to break? Do you know it is those small decisions that have brought great organizations down? Why wouldn't you take everything to God in prayer, whether it is great or small? Don't assume it. Do not test the Lord your God just because something is small and you think it is in your power. The enemy could be setting you up for failure. Joshua and his armies were defeated, not in Jericho, the big city, but in Ai. And I can assure you from that point going forward, every small decision the Israelites had to make, they involved God. Why don't you make that decision today that you're not only going to make God the God of the big things in your life, but even the small things that are happening to you, you will let God know about it. You will make God aware of, the, of them. And let me tell you, he will be the God, not just of the big things, but God of the small things as well. Thank you. Let us pray together. Father, we are grateful because of speaking to us this morning and encouraging us that we should never test you. Many times we trust you in the big things, but when it comes to making small decisions, Father, we overlook you, and we make decisions without consulting you. I remember my, my, my brother and my sister this morning, and I myself also am not immune from this, and I pray that in the name of the Lord Jesus, you may grant us the grace and even the discipline of involving you in every aspect of our lives, that you are God of the great decisions we have to make 
and your God of the small decisions we have to make. What you desire is a faithful walk with you in whichever, whichever area of life we are in. And I pray that, Lord, you will help us. Grant us the grace to improve you in our families, in our jobs, in our businesses, in our friendships, in our relationships, and in the things that we are doing. Thank you because of speaking to us and ministering to us. We love you and we celebrate you. And this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate. I am grateful. Uh, Wanja Farm Longai, thank you so much. I appreciate uh, the following. And thank you because of your message too. I pray that God be with you, watch over you, and grant you his peace the whole of this day. And thank you so much for joining me. God bless you. Thank you. Mm -hmm.